Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Hi, I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Did you have a childhood hobby? I did. I loved learning about family history and old photos, and I'm still passionate about it today. My guest turned his hobby collecting old photographs of famous stars of television and movies into a lifetime pursuit. And at some point, he began gathering bits of New York's picture history, one box of glass negatives at a time. When I asked him about the size of his collection, he laughed. Yep. That's a clue to how many pictures he's accumulated. A lot. Prints get saved sometimes, but negatives are often discarded. But to Ray Simone, those pieces of history are worth a second look. We chatted about his lifetime of saving the past, how he preserves his collection, and how you can obtain a print. Native New Yorker Ray Simone has been a professional photographer for over 20 years, shooting fashion throughout New York City and product photography but he's also been collecting original vintage photographs since he was 10 years old. And when he started shooting professionally, he decided to start collecting original camera negatives. Ray would search the city far and wide for them. 6th Avenue between 14th and 34th Street was a treasure trove before the 1990s came along. There were many empty parking lots on weekends where people would be selling everything you can imagine, but his eyes were focused on the negatives. One day, about 10 years ago, he was cleaning up his photo studio. Ray decided to start retouching and restoring those negatives to make fine art prints. All of his prints come from the original camera negative and are printed at the highest high definition possible on the finest fine art paper available. Thank you very much for being on The Photo Detective. Thank you very much for having me. So your bio says you started collecting images of New York City in the 1970s. Oh yeah. Now that yeah, I was about I was about 10, so I'm dating myself. It was about 1973, 1974. 
And that is the perfect time to start, start collecting. Images were cheap. I think so. Yeah, they were very, very cheap. I mean, the dime to the dollar. I mean, very inexpensive. So what made you decide to start collecting photographs? I was about 10 years old and I was really into very much into Hollywood and like my grandparents and the eras. I didn't like at that time, believe it or not, those, those new shows or those news movies, I prefer the ones from the 20s and the 30s or even the silent film era. Yeah. So when I saw some early photographs, I think a neighbor was selling some of the Bowery Boys, the East Side Kids. I don't know who they are or were. That was the first um, photograph that I bought. And then I just, I just, like, I don't know what, more kids, I did collect baseball cards, but I preferred more Hollywood type, more themed items. So when you went out collecting, where did you go? So where I lived at that, my parents had a, had a house in Long Island, as well as here in, in Brooklyn, where I am in Williamsburg. There were a lot of antique stores scattered all along Northern Boulevard in Little Neck. There were a lot. I couldn't tell you how many. Oh, let's say at least a half a dozen to a, to a half a dozen to a dozen. You know, pretty in, in pretty close proximity. And you would go through their file boxes that they would have on their on the countertop. Magazines, old Hollywood magazines, Star magazine, and just I didn't wasn't too much into Life magazine, but the old Hollywood magazines and photographs. I would look to lobby cards and stuff and stuff. And but you collected old New York as well. When I got now, now when I got so my my the itch which started was Hollywood, and then since I was really into photographs and into photography at a very early age, when I became a professional photographer, that's when I got the itch to start collecting negatives. But I was collecting old New York shots. And then when I started collecting negatives, then I got, it became more of a fevered pitch going for old New York scenes. What's the oldest one you have? Oh, goodness. 18, late 1800s, early 1900s. Glass negative. Absolutely. I have, I have some original glass plate negatives of the Brooklyn Bridge when the trolleys were pulled by rope. And how a many horse pictures? And carriage going over it. How many pictures of old New York do you suppose you have? I, of, of just of old New York, I would ballpark it at maybe 5,000, maybe six, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. My studio is, is littered with them, with negatives I haven't even gotten to yet. And are you mostly buying negatives? And why negatives? Yeah, at this point, at this point, I'm mostly buying negatives. I have stacks and stacks of old photographs that I had collected the, the past uh, four decades. And I've been collecting negatives for 20 years, 25 years and such. And what do you do with them? You're a photographer. I, 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 would, I just sat on them forever. I didn't, never did anything with them. And that's why I have such a backlog of them because I would just buy them. And then when the photography business kind of slowed, everyone seems to have a, an HD camera in their pocket. And I had a lot of work doing portraits and headshots and doing portfolios, doing uh, some commercial work. And then the, I guess the, people started doing it more than doing it, doing it themselves, saving money, saving themselves three, five hundred, seven hundred dollars, depending upon what, the, what, what my fee would be. And, and then one day I was in my studio and I'm looking around and I go, oh my God, I'm just sitting on this stockpile of, of, of images. And why don't I invest instead of, instead of doing what I was doing with the portraits and headshots, why don't I try to do something with these images? So I, I bought a high-end scanner 
to do some deep scanning into the, because the, the camera negatives are actually very large. I don't know if camera size, film size, but they get to be as big as eight by 10, those negatives, because back in the uh, 1800s, early 1900s, the size of the print was the size of the negatives. So a lot of photographs were, you know, eight by 10 and, and five by sevens, and those were the size of the negatives. Now those negatives are so large and such high detail, when you do a really deep scan, you can make a tremendous, tremendous photograph. I mean, like four feet by five feet, five feet by, you know, seven feet, tremendous. And, and so clear, like it's, it was taken yesterday. Well, you're so smart to collect the negatives because that means you've got the image. You're not Correct. competing with ownership for no, anyone not, else. Not at all. No, not at all. No, not, that's that's because it. I had somebody call me up one time and they had asked, cause I have a lot of Frank Sinatra. I have a ton. And it was a woman and she said, I, I really would like a poster size of this image. And she sent the image to me. It was, a, it was a, a famous image of the Rat Pack. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have that negative. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't entertain doing it. Even though I could probably buy that photograph someplace, scan the photograph and then printed for her. I just didn't, I wouldn't even go there because that's, I wouldn't consider that even remotely close to my work as somebody else's. And no, you, I wouldn't do it. You could get into deep trouble pretty quickly. Probably, yeah. Yeah. There's worse things you could be doing, but but yeah, but I, if, if I don't have the negative, I, won't, I wouldn't do it. So you've continued to collect old New York till today. negatives, yes. glass, mm -hmm. film, have you Correct. ever come across nitrate? Yeah, tons. It's kind of hazardous too. You have to be careful because it can yeah. be. Uh, you know, it... That's scan and destroy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need to be very cautious. Yeah, you can't keep that stuff. Those in your things house. went up. Those things. Those things went up like lightning. Yeah. So I collect Providence, Rhode Island. I don't know if I have any. Maybe not. Yeah, I collect Providence, Rhode Island, but I have not purchased negatives because I just didn't want to deal with them. But the glass, what were they going to do with all that glass? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I love the fact that that's your, your angle for collecting. It's like you see a box of negatives and then you purchase them and scan them and then you put them on your website. Yes. And people can purchase prints. Correct. I, I don't. I don't do small prints. I do very large prints. How you know, large? Like poster size or poster size larger. Oh. You know, I'm not going to do. I, I wouldn't waste my time doing an eight by ten, or, or even eleven by fourteen. More like twenty four by thirty six. You know, thirty six by forty eight. Large, really. Something oh, that what? you could. Something you could put like over a couch in a large apartment or a home or something. Yeah, but. So you're scanning the negative. So you're scanning at a really high resolution. Correct. So you're able to do that without any loss of image quality. Absolutely. Precisely. Right. Do you have a favorite picture you've bought? I have so many of, of the city at night. I, I, I came across a bunch of um, old, well, some of them are still, still around, Broadway theaters from the 30s and the 40s with the marquees on them and they were done late at night. So some of those are really pretty. The Brooklyn Bridge, which we were just talking about earlier from the late 1800s, early 1900s, pretty nice. So a lot of people that listen to the podcast are interested in their family and family history and family connections. So I'm gonna ask you this question about, do you have names on any of these images? 
Sadly, I don't. I, I did buy. Somebody asked me not too long ago something similar. I have an image of Babe Ruth on my on my website, and he's with two other gentlemen, and one of the other gentlemen is a ball player, Earl Combs. And somebody had called me up, and they said, "Oh my goodness, that's my grandfather or my great grandfather." And I don't have any images of him. Can I make a large print? I want to give it to my husband. It's, it was actually she's married to the great grandson or grandson. And I would love to give it to him as an anniversary gift. And strangely enough, another same relative of Earl Combs called me as well. So one is in Atlanta and one, I don't remember where, where I sent the other image to, somewhere out of, out of, it wasn't in New York. And it was funny, the same person, relatives, they saw it on the website and they said, oh my God, I don't have any images of my, my uh, great grandfather. It was in the airwaves. Yeah. Yeah, and they probably don't know each other. No, they don't. I so let's talk about the pictures of the Hollywood people that you collected. Mm -hmm. These are mostly studio shots, I would assume. Yes. Yes. Some of them are behind the scenes. Like I have a, a few Frank Sinatra behind the scenes, like sitting on his, like a director's chair, looking over his shoulder. A couple of them were on set. I have some Humphrey Bogart, like at a baseball game with Lauren Bacall. You have um, Henry Fonda walking down Manhattan Street yes, in, a, in a cowboy outfit. Correct. I think that was for a movie. So I think someone just happened to snap that shot. But those images are mostly licensed, aren't they? That I, I don't know. When you stop at a yard sale, the first thing they look for is a photograph. When I became a photographer, I reversed it. No pun intended, reversed it, a negative. Uh, now I'm looking through the box saying, wow, are there negatives in here? Yeah, much better way to because go. Because that's what, yeah, so. Not only that, yeah. the cool thing about having the negative is Oftentimes, the people selling the negatives don't have the prints. A lot of times, too. A lot of times, they'll just be negatives, you know, one or two photographs and, you know, just like a whole box of negatives or transparent. That, that's very popular, too. In the 70s, a lot of people buy those little ectochromes or chronochromes and they'll be in a box. they vacations. And sometimes an amateur would get a nice shot or at least if there's a nice scene in the background, signs, a Coca-Cola sign or a movie marquee or Times Square. So you're not limiting your collecting right now. You're collecting slides as well. Oh, yeah. I, I, have, I have just as many transparencies. I just got a bunch of the Beatles. No idea who took those? None, none whatsoever. I, I got this from a guy in Chicago. Hmm. You do much hunting on eBay or is it all in person? Uh, see, the, here's, the, here's the thing about eBay. It's very, very difficult. Why? Because there's so many scams. So what a lot of times, that's why you have to be very careful when you buy online. So there's a couple of outlets that I do use. I use Heritage Auction and I use RR Auction because if you're buying from them, it's pretty much guaranteed to be authentic because they pretty much stand behind and they wouldn't, they wouldn't auction it off if it wasn't authentic. So a lot of people times, especially somebody like Marilyn Monroe, Babe Ruth, I mean like the top 24 people, like the really important top echelon people, they'll photograph a photograph and they'll sell it as an original negative. You're not buying an original negative. Yes, it's a negative, but it's a photograph of a photograph. So there are ways of determining if it's a photograph of a photograph. Being, I've been doing it for so long that you'll know it's a phony, but that happens a lot. The Beatles, like really, really big, important people. Well, um, I'm going to tell you right now, it happens with small photos too, like things that you think wouldn't be very important. I've been scammed myself a couple of times on eBay. Really? I thought I was buying an original. It comes and it's like printed at Walgreens. Is that terrible? 
It's terrible. I had a guest on the podcast a while ago, Michael Medhurst. He's the president of the Daguerrean Society. It's people who collect daguerreotypes. And mm -hmm. he went on and on about it, all the fraudulent stuff that happens online. That's why you really get the need to keep away from eBay unless you're the seller or you really know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, even with yeah. what you're doing, you can get caught up. Right, now like, even, but what even glass plate negatives, which people don't really use anymore. I mean, there, there may be some diehards that maybe you know are, are doing it, but generally speaking, you, there's a lot of glass plate negatives that were from the turn of the century that are also photographs of photographs. So you may see yourself, wow, who right. nobody would copy that? It's a glass negative, but they, it was common to use it for the newspapers, photo, photographing a photograph. So you don't have like a real image of the Brooklyn Bridge. You just have a, you're buying a negative of a photograph of the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, photographers did that, so someone would come in with an original early 19th century image and the only way to copy it was to make a photograph of a photograph. Correct. That's a different those, kind those, of thing. The, correct. That, that, that's not meant to be fraudulent, but there's ones on eBay that are actually meant to be fraudulent too. So if you mix those two together, that you, that you have a potential of losing a lot of money. Capitol Gallery in Washington, D.C. is a good venue for images as well. Is it? I never tried. Yeah, I've bought some beautiful things from them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought anything from Heritage Auction. Yeah. Heritage is very, I, I don't buy images from them. I buy negatives. So it's a lot of time it's like over the phone bidding and I, and I lose a lot because it, a lot of heavy hitters show up mm. to Heritage. I have gotten quite a few of um, who I still love. He has a, he's a great story. Johnny Weismeller, the old, the original, not the original Tarzan, but the, the Tarzan that most people know. I've gotten uh, quite a few of him through them. Mm. I don't think people understand the negative thing. Like you have a lot of snapshots and they see the positives and those Correct. are the ones that are considered valuable to everyone and they discard the negatives. Correct. The negatives aren't important. But in fact, as you said, and, and I know, you can get a much higher resolution scan from a negative than you can from a print. Oh my God. It is night and day. It is night and day. And an and eight by 10 negative when I do a deep scan, it's over one gig. That I'm, I'm sure. That file, it's well, over a gig, and eight by that, 10. That's another question. How are you storing all these big digital files? Well, they get scanned once, and then they get saved three different ways. They get saved, so when it, like an eight by 10, I'll save it as that, the original one gig, 1.2 gig, each file. I, I save that untouched, and then I make a, a duplicate of that, and then I, make it into a working image so the working image will be a third of that size and and then i'll make another one for more printable for a printable image so it's and, saved like three different ways and do you store them on uh like an ssd drive or no online? i store i i have a i, I no I, I somebody wants me to get the cloud now so yeah i am going to go with the cloud i've started already but those the cloud that I've started with is with my images. Now I have to upload these old and these uh, vintage images, but I do have like a three terabyte um, hard drive on the side. Mm. I have a couple of them. So I'm um, doing it that way as well. This is your, your hobby since you were a kid. Yes. And I can imagine when you would walk into those antique shops and I mean, there couldn't have been they very many other stuff. kids your age going into the None antique. None whatsoever. And the woman knew me. She was an elderly woman at that time. Well, you're here again. 
I think that those childhood hobbies can be a lifelong passion. Yeah, because like the, the old slapstick that you can see behind me, I have, a, I have tons of Chaplin, tons of Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello. Those guys gave me so much joy as a kid. And I just wanted to keep them in my life somehow. Surrounded my, I never get tired of looking at, the, at these shots. Well, right behind you are shelves full of photographs. It's confession time. <laughs> what about cameras? I have not as many cameras as, as photographs. I have about a dozen cameras. Well, I think I'm, you're going to make me look at more negatives when I go out shopping. I'm going to have a ton just sitting on this desk. Right. And how are you storing all of these? Oh, I see you have archival racks. Yeah. Oh, God. How many? I can't tell you how many. I, I, I put them in, in acid-free sleeves and then put them in um, I put them in binders. And you label everything. Everything is numbered. Yes. So you can lay your hands on it. It takes a certain amount of organization to manage a collection this size. It does. Mm. A lot of it is up in my brain. <laughs> Like the Nutty Professor, somehow I know where they are. So but, of, the, um, I, of the images that are on your website, and I'll share the link in the show notes mm -hmm. for everyone to click on if they want. And my uh, um, Instagram too. Oh, you have Instagram. Great. Well, we'll follow you on yeah. Instagram. Do you have other collectors in New York who are doing the same thing? Mm, no, I don't. Not a one. And that's, I, and, it, and it has helped me because if, if, I, I know other collectors who collect other things. So you get yourself into a circuit. So if I come across something that I know somebody else collects, also I'll say, hey, I know this guy has this. And then they'll do the same thing for me. I, have a, I, I got a box of five by seven glass plate negatives of the old trolley cars. I, I wish I knew who the photographer was. They were still wrapped in newspaper from like 1910, 1815. And the the newspaper was stuck to the stuck to the emulsion on a lot of them. I used an exacto knife very gently to get the, the newspaper off. So I went and collected and said, Oh yeah, this one guy has this negative. And I bought one and it was came out gorgeous. And I called the guy up and said, Wow, do you have do you have any more of these? I mean, I just got this one at the Brooklyn Bridge. And he said, Yeah, I found a box in my house, a box of 35. You gotta be kidding me. He found him in his I house. Him. I, he bought a house and it was in a closet. You could figure out who owns that house. I don't even remember. You know, the, the guy we did, it was like a drug deal. He said, meet me in Long Island, and which I did. And we, I, he said, and I had a park next to his. If you were a, like a block away with magnifying, with binoculars, you thought we were like doing a drug deal or a gun deal. I opened up my trunk and he opened his trunk and I gave him the money. Then he takes the box of his trunk and then puts it into my, I'm like, what are we doing here? But they, they came out beautiful. If you see the trolleys on my website, that's where they came from somebody's um, closet on Long Island. Uh, I wish I could say I haven't done deals like that in the local supermarket <laughs> park a lot, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It does happen, right. The collector's like, I'll meet you in the Whole Foods parking lot at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's craziness. It, craziness. That was the question I was gonna ask. Of all the images that you have and own and have, mm -hmm. I mean, Hope, have you scanned them all? No. No. Yes, I have hundreds okay. I haven't. Okay. But of all the ones that you've scanned, how many of them are on your website? Half. Half. Maybe not even. You got a ways to go. Yeah, I do. But I, I try to do the better ones first. Like the Beatles, I still haven't even uploaded those onto my website yet. Oh, those are going to sell. 
Yeah, yeah. I, th I think you found a, an alternative photographic career. Yeah, it's and but and I love doing it, and I and there's like I said, it brings me happiness. If I look at the early Beatles, you've never seen a sad photograph of the Beatles. The one that every every one of their images will put a smile onto your face. I want to just thank you so much for being on the Photo Detective. I think people will find it's this nice. interesting. My pleasure. Everybody collects something. I, they do. I, at some point, there's something that you that you seem to click with, and you know you just can't let go. So I couldn't collect photographs for a long time because I worked for a museum, and it was part of the policy. Because really? I worked for a local museum, I couldn't collect Providence because that would have been a conflict of interest. Now, Makes not sense. that there aren't people that do, uh, right. but I just didn't feel right about it. And then when I was no longer a curator, then I started collecting. I've been outbid a few times. We all have. Yeah. Sometimes by a, sometimes by a dollar and it really upsets you, but you don't know how hard they were going to go. So you never know. And so if you had to say like, what's the best one that ever got away from you? What image oh, do you think about? I, I couldn't, there's been Babe Ruth's, they've been, they've been Brooklyn Bridges. They've been men working on beams in Manhattan doing, I, I don't know if it was Rockefeller. I don't think it was Rockefeller Center. I think maybe it was the Woolworth building and like 1200 bucks. But if I'm not making any money on what I'm buying now, I can't afford to, you know, spend, you know, 1200, 1500 on a negative, but it happens, you know, mm. and they go really high. What about buildings under construction? You must have images. I of have those. a ton. Oh, I have a ton. I have it. Yeah. And the construction of the um, subways. The streets getting the streets getting dug up to put the subways in. What a stockhouse is, right? A photographic stockhouse. Mm -hmm. That's what yes, you absolutely. are. You're a photographic stockhouse for old New York. I wish somebody would call me up and say I need a stock. <laughs> stuff. Well, Ray Simone, thank you so much for being on the Photo Detective. Thank you very much, Marina. I, I greatly appreciate it. And I, my pleasure to have time with you. If I see any New York stuff, I'll let you. And I'll look out for you too. That's right. That's <laughs> what we do, right? That's what collectors do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media, leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one -on -one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. 
This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.